Hi, welcome to episode 11 of the Hello Church Show. I'm Wade Bearden. And I am Justin Trapp, and we are thrilled that you are here today with us. Yes. Because we have something exciting to talk about. Yeah, so Justin is actually in the process of releasing his new book, The Digital Pulpit. It's available right now. So listeners can check that out. We're going to talk about the book, but we're also going to give you an overview of some digital techniques that are so important right now. But before we jump in, I want to remind all of you to make sure to subscribe to us wherever you're listening to the show or watching the show. So if you're looking at us via YouTube, make sure to ring the bell and leave a comment. If you are subscribed to us through Spotify or iTunes or Stitcher, make sure to leave us a review and even a rating because every little bit helps. I just want you to know I'm expanding my horizons. Okay. Before we get into the discussion, yeah. I'm, I'm learning how to say hello church in many different languages. Okay. We've got English, we've got Spanish, now okay. I've learned it in French. Okay. It's a bonjour iglesia. Okay. Merci. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people are like, I had to look down at my notes because I forgot how to say it. Like, Don't do that. I learned it five minutes ago. Don't do that again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bonjour, Iglesia. Uh, it's not Iglesia, it's Iglesia. Iglesia. Okay. 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 Well, if you speak French, we'd love your feedback yes. about how. The quality uh, of that. What does that actually mean? We could, he, Justin could have said something very offensive. We have no idea. Yeah. So uh, let us know that in the comments. We, oui, we. Oui. Justin, I, I'm excited about this new book that you put together. And this is an idea that you kind of talked to for, actually, it's been a couple of years since you started talking about di- the digital pulpit. And it feels like right now is the perfect time for this book to be released. You know, I started working on this book about three years ago and we uh worked on it and it, we finished it and then i was just like you know i don't know if the church is ready for this and the, and the, the book really comes from the premise of you know businesses utilize different tactics and strategies right to build trust with mm-hmm. an audience a lot of times churches do build trust with a, a congregation or a community but that happens in person and the world has changed so much the last 20 years and so it's important that we uh, examine some of these strategies and we look at these strategies and when I wrote it I just felt like you know what this needs to be said but I just don't know if the church is ready for this I don't know if pastors really care about this mm-hmm. and so to be honest it sat on the shelf and then 2020 hits and it literally rips off any sort of comfort level anyone had mm-hmm. in the world and I felt like, you know what, now's the time. This is the perfect time to really open this back up and to release this. And because I believe churches are ready for this, I believe pastors are looking for mm-hmm. um, some of the things that we talk about in the book. So I'm really excited for you, for you guys to read it. We, we do have it available on PDF, Kindle, and as well as an audio book. So I'd love to hear your comments, hear feedback from you. Are you is your church already implementing some of these things in the book? Mm-hmm. We would love to, to know. So Yeah, so... We do want to announce the book, but we also want to bring down some of the principles so that hopefully, even after listening to this podcast, uh, you'll want to, of course, read the book or listen to it via audiobook, but you also have some takeaways just from hearing our conversation. So you mentioned in the book, and I I think one of the, the best chapters for me is you briefly scan the history of pulpit communication, and you talk about how, yeah, near the very beginning people heard preaching in person 
And then all of that began to change. It was accelerated, especially with the invention of the printing press. And and we think of the printing press, we don't really think of it as, as new technology. We usually think of computers and the internet, but the printing press uh, was a blast of technology that changed the medieval world as it transitioned to the Renaissance. If I remember correctly, Time Magazine said the printing press was the most significant invention in human history. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it allowed people to disseminate ideas in a way that they never were able to do before. Well, and if you even back up with Paul in the New Testament, right? Mm-hmm. If, if a, a, a writing surface had not been invented, mm-hmm. right, um, he wouldn't have been able to write those letters and, and send those out to the mm-hmm. churches. And so uh, it's really, really interesting that technology has been used to further the gospel since Jesus' time. And while the message of Jesus and the gospel, the good news remains the same, the way that we uh, transfer that message or we disseminate that message or distribute that message mm-hmm. really changes. And, and lately, it's changing rapidly. I love what Mark Batterson said, Pastor Mark Batterson. He's a pastor at National Community Church there in D.C. Um, and you know, multiple New York Times bestselling author. He, he said this when we filmed with him a few years ago. He had said that Jesus didn't hang out in the synagogue. Mm-hmm. He hang out. He hung out at wells, and, and and wells were natural gathering places in ancient culture. And he's talked about coffee houses being you know modern wells. And, and I'd even go a step further and say social media are, mm-hmm. are are modern digital wells where people gather online. They're there. But you know, Facebook. We've talked about it before. Facebook. Uh, 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 you know, 24, 25% of, of the world's internet traffic mm-hmm. every day is on Facebook. So people are gathering digitally. Mm-hmm. And I just happened, I just have to wonder if Jesus were around today, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus would be gathering, he would be uh, having a prominent presence on social media because people naturally gather there. And Jesus was where the people were. So yeah. it, it's, it's interesting to see the history of technology and the gospel and how, um, you know, as we move through the centuries, how the different you know uh, technologies were leveraged to spread the gospel. In fact, um, we see preachers like George Whitfield and Charles Spurgeon. They had their sermons transcribed so that they could be published and then widely circulated. So mm-hmm. it, you just see this advancement yeah. and this evolution yeah. of how the message, the the message of Jesus, the mm-hmm. sermon is distributed. Yeah, and. Jesus, we hear about times where he, like you said, he he didn't just go to the synagogues. He did go to the synagogues, sure. but then he would meet individuals where they were because faith is not confined to a particular day. And I I have been a little more pessimistic about social media as of late, but just recently in the last year, it's shown me how it can help get people connected even when we're not physically able to be around each other. And I think pastors have to see it not as the only way to disciple people, but as a way to reinforce what's happening on a Sunday morning. And I like how you talk about that in your book. You talk about the different ways that you can take your message and repurpose it. And we've mentioned this on the podcast before. And what it does is it says, hey, you learned about this. We talked about this. Now, I want to remind you about it. I want you to apply it 
today. Not just listen to it on Sunday morning, but yeah. go out and live it out. And I think that whenever you, whenever you take social media and you can harness it for good, it can be incredibly helpful. And I think pastors need to do that. And pastors need to allow that to happen and flourish in their churches. Now, if you're a pastor, you're saying, you're thinking to yourself, am I going to read this book and you know it's going to teach me how to become a social media expert? No, that's not what this book is about. This book is really about uh, showcasing how you can leverage your hard-earned work. You know, we've talked about it before, pastors mm-hmm. spend over 10 hours every week on average preparing their sermon. And, and that's that's a lot of work. There's a lot of content. And you can, you can take that content and and put it into a digital pulpit form meaning uh you know on on Facebook on Instagram we've talked about the uh, talked about those things in another podcast so I, I won't rehash that but i love you know, you're a film critic and, and so mm-hmm. you you obviously you love this movie right it's your one of your favorite movies the greatest show movie. oh yeah yeah no i i when it came out so many people including you were like oh i've seen it two three times in theaters and one time was more than enough for me. <laughs> uh, man, the greatest show of it. It's one of my favorite movies. I don't know why, but my wife and I just like smiled ear to ear when we saw it. But he said something that I thought was really interesting in the movie. He said, comfort is the enemy of progress. And I think for a lot of times as leaders, it's it's easy, especially the older the older I get, I get more comfortable in my routine and my processes and, and what I've known and sort of, I can rest on those things. And as our world changes rapidly, mm-hmm. it's important that that we as pastors, as leaders in our community and for our congregation, that we are open to these new ideas and embracing these ideas so that we can uh, spread the message of Jesus in places where people are already gathering. So that's what the digital pulpit aims to do, is to show you how to do that in very practical yet meaningful ways. And this doesn't mean, again, you don't have to be some social media influencer or anything like that. A lot of these things that we talk about in the book, you can do, you can apply literally next week and, mm-hmm. and very easily, whether it's you doing it yourself or through a volunteer, maybe someone on your staff. And, and the book really helps pastors see that there is a vast uh, opportunity at your fingertips because you know the, the earth is flat just kidding <laughs> <laughs> the, the internet has made everything you know we can be connected to anybody and yeah. of course you are called to, to pastor your local community but there are also people uh that are connected to you digitally that 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 need to hear mm-hmm. the message of jesus as well and so we want to be able to help you get that message to them well so. you know a, a good illustration is uh, during the t- before the time of Jesus, uh, you have the Roman Empire before them, the Greeks, and they conquered much of the known world. And so when Rome basically pulled everything under their control, they were able to create a system of transportation and communication to utilize their technology. And then what do we have? We have the Pax Romana, which is this time of peace in most of the known world, and everything is under Rome. A lot of negative things were associated with that, including uh, the state of the Hebrew people. At the same time, this connection between all these different places under Roman rule allowed the apostles to spread the word of Jesus in ways they never would have done if it would have been made up of a number of of city-states or even countries. And so they utilized this time and place in society to spread the message of Jesus. And I think too, with social media and with with society, with technology, there are a lot of negative things that are that come that are involved. Sure. But 
it's also allowed us to do things that would not be possible before. So there are trouble, there's troubles that come, we have to be careful. At the same time, there's a lot of great opportunities. And so I encourage pastors to be careful when you go out there in the digital space, sure. but but don't shy away from that because of some of the negative things that have been associated with social media and technology today. Yeah, I mean, we've seen negative aspects of any, in any walk of life, so mm-hmm. I think we, we can't uh, ignore uh, the opportunity there and, and just, you know, obviously uh, do it with caution and do it with a strategy. And, and, the, and the book really lines out how you can do that and, and how, again, it's very practical. I think it's going to be very helpful for you, especially in this era this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can really, really help your church be have a voice not only physically in your local community, but also digitally as well. So check out the book. It's available yeah. on PDF, Kindle, and then on the audiobook as well. And I'm thrilled to, to, to really make it available to to everyone. Yeah, so there are links uh, here uh, in the show notes or if you're on YouTube in the the basically the information section. Make sure to check out the book. Let us know what you think and to let a pastor know about this book. I think it's going to be very helpful. As always, make sure to subscribe to the show either on YouTube, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you watch this show. Make sure to let us know that you're doing so. You can do that on Twitter at ministrypass at ministrypass on Twitter. And we would love to hear your feedback as well as uh, if you've been able to take anything we've talked about over the last few months and applied it to your church and its help. We we would genuinely be excited to hear your story. So make sure to uh, contact us and uh, we'll see you next time here on Hello Church.